0: Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim.
1: And I'm Noelle Cordeau. We are the founders of Lumia.
0: And we're super passionate about all things coaching, and we want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training thousands of life coaches.
1: Let's dive into the science and magic of coaching.
0: On today's episode, we're going to talk about empathy mapping as a tool for coaching with some surprising benefits. Well, good morning. I feel like uh, that little last tag was um, directly from you. Well, it,
1: (laughs) it was, it was, and we talk about empathy mapping often. And I, I took a deep dive into the topic because I wanted to understand a little bit more, not only about the tenets of empathy mapping, but what what an individual coach practitioner needs to think about for themselves Mm -hmm. in order to enact it. And then there are actually some really incredible, surprising health benefits for the coach practitioner in conducting empathy mapping. So let's get into this one because it's juicy.
0: Yeah. Well, let's start with what is empathy mapping for anyone who does not know.
1: Yeah. Empathy mapping. I first came into contact with it when you and I were back in startup land a million years yeah. ago, yeah. working with apps and humans and tech. And it's it's traditionally used as a way of understanding consumers and very specifically understanding how a person is going to think, uh, feel, say and do in a really specific situation. So we're taking one moment, one sliver in time and really getting into the head of a person to understand a 360 perspective around this person for the purpose of serving them and for the purpose of compassionately meeting their needs.
0: Yeah, I remember sitting around the table or standing around the table, and as an exercise, we would empathy map, um, you know, various things for our company.
1: Yeah, there was an example that stood out for me very powerfully to illustrate this point, and what it was around thinking about international airports
0: mm-hmm. and
1: what it's like for someone who is landing in a foreign country for the first time who doesn't speak or read the common language and what do they what do they viscerally experience in that moment of walking off the plane what do they say what do they do what do they hear what do they think what are their specific pain points and what are their wins in different situations
0: you know why I love this? Um, it reminds me of when I was a screenwriter. Uh, it was—I uh, mean, we we did this uh, empathy mapping characters and kind of um, walking in the shoes of a character and uh, seeing the world through their eyes. Uh, but not only that, but like you know, what do they hear? What do they feel? What's happening happening internally? All of that stuff. So this is um, something that I'm familiar with.
1: It's and it's it's vital. For coaches um, to walk th- through these different pieces with their client for any given situation to really do a 360, because when we kind of skirt over a situation and move too quickly from thought to action, we miss out on a lot of detail, um, specifically around thinking, deeper cognitive Um, internal voices that, or, or nasty voices or, or even um, positive voices that may be wildly off the mark. You know, the coach needs to know what's going on in their client's head. And then I think the hear part is really interesting too. And that's another piece of, um, Cognitive load that you wouldn't typically take into consideration unless you need to look for it. This is why it's a good framework to use, and that is um, what other people are telling your client about a specific situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can really be non-judgmental and um, keep your story and your stuff out of the room if you don't do empathy mapping.
1: True. True. And, and that's, you know, one of the pieces as we start to get into, okay, you know, what does a coach need to do this work? And that's that we need to be both concurrently aware that someone is going to be telling us um, what they're experiencing, what they're thinking, what they're hearing, what their pains are, what their gains are. And we are also going to have our own memory set. Of our own lives our own experiences that are running like a slideshow and so when we do this um we need to act intentionally to hang up our own lives at the door and this is a skill set in coaching that's developed over time
0: um the other thing i was thinking is uh not only is this important for your sessions but also marketing
1: Oh, very much so, and and who's
0: your audience? You know, who's
1: their? Who's your audience? What's keeping them up at night? And you know, the way that you and I teach coach marketing is to think about what's keeping your audience up at night, and what can you provide to help them feel better in that moment of pain, right? And right. to to give give give.
0: I remember um, when we were doing this, um, there were even questions like. You know what would they order at Starbucks? Which sounds ridiculous, but um, it's in the details that I could kind of get a good three sixty sense of who this person is, or um, who I'm talking to when it, you know when it comes to marketing the demographic and the kind of person that would uh, re- buy your book or your services or, or anything like that.
1: It gives you data. It gives you information into the world that belongs to someone else right. that you are a guest in. And when we're a guest, um, it's important to be observant. And this also is a huge part of cultural competency is understanding that the way that you perceived the world around you and the things that you perceive as true might not be so for someone else. And that doesn't make um, that other person's vision wrong.
0: Should we get into how, how to empathy map?
1: Yeah, well. I mean, how, how to do it is to really simply follow the framework of asking the questions, but there's, there's a couple of setups, um, as you're moving through it and that's around the way that we listen and also the consideration of yourself as a whole human. So, you know, number one is to get into a habit and a practice of, and this is active listening of listening to what the other person is saying to you as it's the most important thing in the world.
0: Right.
1: And that means that you're going to tune in with your whole head and your whole heart to listen to the words and listen to the emotion and the feeling.
0: If you're posting on social media while you're listening, would that be active listening or not so much?
1: I mean, you'd be active, but you wouldn't be listening. (laughs) Right. Right. So that, that, that would not be, I did this yesterday. I took a meeting with someone, um, and there's a lot of things in my head we're we're living in a really complex time and and i found myself drawing my focus to her eyes as she was talking mm-hmm. so that i could center her as the speaker and to really block out everything in my life so that i could truly hear and the outcome i think for both of us, and she was definitely actively listening to me as well, was that we had um, a really synergistic experience and really connected on a deeper level. And both were kind of like, wow, like, like this is a good conversation. Um, and that's what we're going for in coaching is generating that feeling of warmth for our clients where they're like, wow, like I'm, this person is really hearing me um and that's a gift that's a gift that we bestow every time we engage in a coaching conversation with active listening
0: yeah and also the importance of eye contact which is slowly fading as we get so used to just looking at phones and our computers you know and so um in 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 real real time to stare into someone's eyes is it's it's powerful like it, i don't think a lot of people do that these days
1: When we hang out in LA this summer, I'm going to stare into your eyes, John.
0: Well, especially in LA, especially in (laughs) LA, we don't do eye contact. So it's gonna more than two (laughs) seconds and it gets awkward.
1: But that's a really great point. And that's part of, of empathy mapping is actually taking time to consider what barriers you might face in trying to understand the other person. And This can be such a range of things. It can be assumptions that you have about someone. If someone has um, a specific demographic about them that's traditionally stereotyped, there is a pretty strong chance that you as a coach, despite your best intentions, might be rolling in with some assumptions that you need to draw awareness to and say, oh, look at that. That's an assumption. I'm going to be aware of it so that it doesn't filter into my judgment set. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, another thing that you could take into consideration is your mood. If you're cranky, Mm -hmm. if you're angry, if you're having a no good, very bad day and you're going into a client session, how might that color your capacity to hang up your life suit at the door? I like to think of Mr. Rogers when he would switch sweaters on the way in to kind of signal like, okay, I'm going to be a different person in this space.
0: You know that's a great point, and I'm so guilty of allowing uh, my own life and my own anxiety and all the stuff that I'm thinking about, allowing some of that to leak into sessions. Um, today, I definitely take a beat before a session, whether it's a breath or a meditation, and just kind of clear the canvas in my head mentally before I go in. Because uh, naturally, if you don't, yeah, your, your your mood is is going to just it's going to leak through unless you make an intention for it not to.
1: Uh, yeah. And, and as humans, um, Pavlovian rituals work really well for this, that, that, you know, anything from popping a mint to signal to yourself, all right, I'm going to shift into a coaching mindset, um, lighting a candle to signify that you're now entering, you know, a sacred space with someone else. Um, when you engage in those, um, somatic cues for yourself it really does help in shifting the mindset and if you really feel like you can't do it if whatever is going on for you or whatever is weighing on you is truly impacting your ability to focus icf standards call for the coach to let the client know that they can't show up coaches get sick days too And if we're being ethical about our practice, that would absolutely include our inability to focus. Let's get into why that's important, is that that deep level of focus. Because according to ICF standards, the ICF doesn't directly talk about empathy mapping. But what the ICF does talk about is honing in on a really specific situation And taking the time to do the deep dive, which is another way of using the empathy mapping framework, because oftentimes when a client is experiencing a pain point around a specific situation, it's actually just the tip of an iceberg. And that iceberg flows way underwater and goes into so many different aspects of the client's life. And Quite literally, according to the ICF, the job of the coach is to go after that whole picture. Mm. How is this showing up in your whole life? And to have the client start to generate awareness around, oh, this is an iceberg.
0: Yeah. Um, one of the things I talk about in a lot of a lot of the my sessions, they end up um, they end up being uh Powerful if we are uh, looking at what's underneath. And so when you say iceberg, that reminds me of that. Like um, a lot of times, what 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 clients come to see me about uh, is on the surface, and then as we process and talk about uh, their life, what's underneath, and you know that that surfaces, and that's very powerful.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So you know, keeping in mind the work that we're called to do as coaches there are some tricks of the trade. And you know, in addition to the ritual and the somatic cues, um, the Harvard Business Review put out a really nice report around empathy, and they were talking about interpersonal work environments. But I think that this particular technique can be used for anything, um, thinking about parents, um, thinking about moving into conversations with family or friends, or knowing that you have a, a coaching conversation coming up, knowing that you have a meeting. It's to take time to prepare your nervous system. And the technique is to tilt your chin down and feel as if your head is gently suspended from above, which gives you the feeling of lengthening your neck. And then you put your shoulders down. I like to think of this as tucking your shoulder blades in your back pocket. And then you expand your belly with a breath. And then you relax back with your breath out and then tune into the environment around you um, using your senses. So like putting your hand on the table to feel if it's cool or if there are ridges in it. And this is a, a simple way of calming your nervous system so that you can get some grounded activation as you move into empathy mapping or, or whatever it is that you need to focus on.
0: Oh, I love this! I've never heard this before. The these are um, little exercises that you you can do. Um, it seems like a, a way to drop into your body and be present.
1: It is. It's 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 a it is a specific technique designed to calm your nervous system so that you can drop into
0: your body. I love it. I'm gonna try it.
1: Yeah, I I I'm gonna use it also. I was delighted to find it. And then the piece that I wanted to close with is, I think, just so freaking beautiful and juicy because anyone who shows up in this time to be a helper is doing some heavy lifting right now. (laughs) Like the world is just, it just keeps spinning and shit just keeps happening. Everybody's exhausted. Everybody needs a break. And, um, It's hard to get back up again and calm our nervous system, you know, um, and and not just coaches. I'm thinking about, you know, parents, friends, colleagues, family members to to drop in and say, all right, I'm going to show up. So when we treat people with empathy, it 100% makes the person on the receiving end feel good, which is what we want to do as coaches. We're providing customer service. And it also brings out a really powerful secondary flow of kindness mm. from the coach practitioner.
0: Yeah, uh, not only feel good, but feel seen, feel understood, feel heard. Uh, it, it's it's basically meeting your client where they're at. So without the yeah. empathy, empathy piece, you're you're actually not
1: right, right, and then when we engage in the empathy empathy piece as a coach, what happens for you as a coach is you, you begin to experience your own relationship with kindness, mm-hmm. which is an active form of engagement that flows out of empathy. And there's a, a whole body of work on this. And studies show that if someone is empathetic and they'll be able to deeply understand a situation, they'll be able to put the needs of others above their own and this gives increased um well-being to the coach mm-hmm. and this increases positive social bonds for the coach yeah. and then it goes beyond that so in addition to increased well-being for everybody involved and positive social bonds which are just i mean that's what gets our our endocrine system pumping as humans um Engaging in empathy as a coach reduces pain, stress, anxiety, depression, and blood pressure.
0: Mm, I love that uh, you pointed out um, the benefits of practicing empathy, as, not only for the clients, but also as, as the coach. That's interesting.
1: And that's the surprising benefit is that as a coach, you know that you're going to have to wield empathy. And the benefit of showing up for your job is you know, all of this kind of stuff, it also gives us a boost in energy. And this research came out of the UC Berkeley Greater Good Science Center that um, the folks that they studied felt stronger and more energetic after engaging in empathy. They reported feeling calmer and less depressed, and they also experienced increased feelings of self-worth.
0: Love it. I don't know
1: any other day jobs who give these benefits.
0: Yeah, <laughs> what what a great reminder. Also, I mean, especially also for me, um, as we end the uh, value of empathy, um, the effects of empathy not only on your client but also you as a coach, and and it is also proof that as you help other people, you're not just giving. That as you help other people, you are also uh, receiving as well. That it, it can be uh, uh, therapeutic for you. A catalyst for your own growth.
1: Yes, it, it will be a catalyst for your own growth, and um, you know, going back to that nervous system response, you get a tremendous boost.
0: Right. Well, I'm going to go practice more empathy. I need it more Woo-hoo! in my life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome. All right, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in, and um,
0: be well. Yeah. Be well. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to lumiacoaching.com slash everything. Explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose and a bold community to do it with.
1: Lumia is ready to equip you with the tools, training and community you will need to reach your goals. If you're ready to build a unique coaching business on your own terms, While making an impact on the world at large, Lumia is the next bold step in your coaching journey. That's lumiacoaching.com slash everything.
0: And hey, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it.